Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. I'm singing my intro, which I do sometimes. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show, unless you don't want to. Some people are out and proud, and that's always great. But if you're not out and proud and you leave... You lead a secret, naughty, interesting life and you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Uh, Make sure in that email you give me some details of what you want to talk about. I change everybody's voices. You could call me from a phony number. It's all that kind of good stuff and you remain anonymous. If you just have a confession you want to get off your back, you could call my confessions hotline. That's available 24-7. You could call any time. You got four minutes, leave a message. Make sure to speak clearly. Call from a quiet place. And if you need more time, call back. I edit them together. I change everyone's voices. I take out everyone's names or numbers off that shit. So you remain anonymous on my confessions as well. Those are all aired on my Patreon. My Patreon is a great place. For only $5 a month, you get all the confessions. Plus, you get some Q&As that I do like every other month where I answer all kinds of crazy questions. Plus, you get anonymous pics of all of my guests, okay? You remember Jasmine from this Monday? Oh, my God. You should see her effing pics. You would not believe I have R-rated sexy pics of all of my female guests. All of them except, I think, maybe two are on there. As well as uh, you get access to my private Discord where people get X-rated. I'm not involved in my Discord, but everybody else is. All my guests go on there. They post their X-rated pictures. And my listeners and people who are members of my Patreon now all post their own stuff too. There's a lot of stuff going on there. I get private emails from people uh, and they are telling me that they're hooking up with people on there and stuff. So... (laughs) You get all that only $5 a month and you can cancel it anytime. It's totally worth it. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. All the information I just gave you will be in the description. So don't worry about remembering any of this shit. <laughs> so anyway, today I'm doing a repeat and I'm doing a repeat on Friday. But let me tell you when I do repeats, okay? I'm so OCD that I edit the shit out of my repeats. It's not like I take the holiday off and don't do any work. I actually do more work because I pick up an old episode and because I'm so paranoid that somebody would listen to this old episode that hasn't listened ever and think this is the way I do my show because a lot of these episodes are from like six years ago and I think I interrupt less and I edit better now. So I wind up taking the old episodes, I wind up editing the shit out of them, I remove all the filler words, 
all the pauses, all the nonsense that I say, all my interruptions, and I make them a much better, tighter show. (laughs) So I do work for these uh, repeat episodes, but since most people are going to be on vacation, a lot of people will miss episodes. I'm going to do repeats. They're great episodes, though. Today I have on Wesley. I'm repeating Wesley's because he was like such an interesting episode to me. He was the first black bull I had on my show. He was a professional, and it was so interesting to get the hot wife cuck story from the bull's perspective, from the black bull's perspective. Wesley is my first, and he calls in and talks all about how he got into it, all the couples he met. He's met with tons of couples. He's He talks about where he met them, how he met them, what he would do, what he thinks the whole turn on is with the whole black bull, why he's turned on by being the black bull. He uh, he's definitely, you know, plays that part well. <laughs> he's also done a lot of sex stuff when he travels. And we talk about that at the end. Most of the episode, we talk about the couples that he met and the experiences. He goes into detail of what he did with these people. He has one couple who's like planning to take him on vacation with them. He's the black bull is a very coveted (laughs) person, right? He's had a lot of experiences. He talks about them. And then, like I said, at the end, we do talk about his travels. And it's interesting how it's set up and how it goes down and what you do and how much you pay and how it works and what he does. We talk about that at the end. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Wesley. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hey, Wesley. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you. So listen, Wesley. Okay, I'm rarely talking to the black bull. Okay, I've had a lot of stories that involve, right, black bulls, but I'm never talking to them, right? <laughs> I'm always talking right, to the right. person who is obsessed with them, who saw them at the pool across the way, right? Have you heard those stories? I've heard those stories, but I've, I've never yet talked to the actual bull. I don't think so. You've been in the lifestyle for a long time. You did also say that you have traveled a lot, so you've had a lot of SEX, right? <laughs> because in other places, it's Correct. legal, not like here in America, where I think it's only legal in Nevada. So right. you probably have a ton of stories to tell me, but let's start out with the whole black bull thing. Like, How does that come about and how do you decide to be one or when is your first inclination that that's who you're going to be or I don't even know what a black bull exactly means so explain okay well I I guess I started back in 2002 from curiosity and probably some necessity too I started on Craigslist when Craigslist was probably about two years old so it was really a good source to meet people, yeah. couples and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it wasn't as risky as it is today. It was legitimately a, a place that worked very quickly. And so that's why I started. I, I, this curiosity, I've always been a very sexually curious man. Mm-hmm. And just the, vanilla, the vanilla side of dating, it just wasn't my thing. Although I've done tons of dating, I, I just, I needed this, this the itch it had to be scratched a certain way. So I had to go into, I guess, the whole role of a bull and swinging. And that's where I began in 2002. 
Yeah, so now listen, I know all about Craigslist because the first two years of my show before I had so many listeners, I had to work it to find guests for my show. I can't tell you how many people call me up now or email me like, where do I go? And where's the new Craigslist? What has taken over for Craigslist? Because they don't have those personals anymore. But what did you exactly go looking for? In that scenario, were you looking for couples that were looking for a third person? Were you looking for a woman? Were you looking for a man? What what were you what were you on there looking for? Well, I was looking. I guess it was just you, you just cycle through the ads, and then you see an ad that sticks out to you that you that may you that you may fit into very easily. Yeah. yeah so uh-huh. you may say a couple looking for a black man. It was straight straight to the point. White couple wants a black guy. Yeah. Here's the number or right. email. And then that's where it started. Yep. And now how old were you in 2010? I'm, I'm 46. I'm 46 now. So right. I was, yeah, I'm 46. I was in my late 20s or early 30s then. Okay. So had you been but, there, uh, done all kinds of stuff sexually and you were just getting bored? Like you said, that's why you went on to Craigslist? The- yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, it wasn't like I needed sex or like I was addicted to it. It's yeah. just, the, it was just the style of the lifestyle itself. Yeah. The secrecy and the, the, the ability to have different women and not ha- be like emotionally connected to them really drew me to that interesting right so now what was like your first experience yeah well if i can recall correctly my first experience was with a couple it was the the guy was like a tattooed very muscular guy Mm -hmm. and his wife was a a tall brunette she was about five nine great plump ass which i like long legs her feet were ugly though i love feet her feet were so unattractive (laughs) No one's perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were Italian. She was Italian or like Italian Spanish looking. So she had beautiful black hair, pretty face, yeah. great tits, nice plump ass, and a fat hairy bush that, oh, I, that you I liked. Love, okay. Interesting. That uh-huh. I like. Mm-hmm. And then, it, I mean, if I recall, it went very quickly. It was like the meeting is like the the initial contact was like, okay, send us pictures. I sent them pictures with my shirt off and whatnot. And they were like, okay, meet us here tomorrow at this hotel. I'm like, okay. And and I wasn't nervous at all. And I, re- I remember sitting in my car and watching them pull up. And she was kind of like, lo- like ducking in the, in the passenger seat. I'm like, holy shit, what am I getting into? And then, but the, they came out, we went to the hotel. They booked the hotel room and I went in after them. And then we chatted very quickly and then we we started fucking and it was good it was very good she was she she was just really sexually fulfilling for me and uh, her husband went after me i went after him and it was great and that was it and i never heard from them again and that was years ago okay yeah. cool so it was great though and they were hot she was hot you were attracted to her besides her feet yes i was attracted to her everything other than her feet <laughs> she was really attractive yeah, she was really awesome. attractive she was very tall Mm-hmm. And her pussy, I just remember, was very fat, and it had some hair on it. And uh, I remember the first thing I just couldn't, I couldn't wait to do was just to spread her legs open and bury my face in her pussy. Is that something that I really enjoy? Uh-huh. The sex, mostly, more than anything else, actually, I love going down on eating. Girls. Yeah, you love, I love it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so now it sounds like your first experience was a great one, right? If they, you never hear from them, right. so you just go back, and then now do you start googling and looking for that exact kind of scenario, or were there a lot of people looking, like a lot of couples, like white couples looking for? 
a black guy oh, yeah. to fuck? Oh yeah, I mean, many. I mean, years ago in the early two thousands, yeah, the the, the, the swinging um, uh, atmosphere was great because it was authentic. It wasn't many picture collectors. It was like real people wanting real black men. Yeah, and so I took advantage of it. I think I've had maybe a couple of more experiences in the the state I was in before I moved to my friend to another state. I continued there. But I also remember there was another couple I met. She was very attractive, a MILF. Mm -hmm. He, he again, was, they weren't married, but they were like, like they were in a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. And I remember I, I met them in like a Hilton hotel. So, you know, it was a nice environment. And we fucking, that was actually my first DP that I tried. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, which I actually loved DP and I was I was actually I was actually in the top and she and he was underneath her and that was the first time I've ever done DP but when he wanted me to do it I'd never done it before and when he wanted me to do it I kind of just clicked in and I knew what to do. I I'm not really like a guy that likes head a lot. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll take it, yeah. but it's not like a lot of guys get off on head. Yeah. Me, it's really not. I like to please, and and she gave great head. I mean, like like really good head, and I could barely stand when she was giving me head by the bed. And she, yeah, she was very good. She was very attractive. She was short, nice, great tits, and we did the DP. She could barely take it, but we did it, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And and I, from that point on, I was like, okay, this is something I really, really enjoy. And now, did you see that couple more than once? No. Initially, I, it was just like I meet these people, and then that would be it. Yeah. I mean, you also have to remember back then, it, I mean, it's still taboo now, but it may have been, it wasn't, it was a lifestyle for many, many years, of course, but... I don't think people wanted to identify with it as they do today. Like they just wanted to get to, get it done and that would be it because I never stayed in contact with many of them initially. No. Yeah, I could understand why. Absolutely. So you're starting now. Let me ask you this in your regular life, right? Cause this is something secretly you're doing on the side. Are you dating people at the time? Are you in relationships? Are you seeing these people on the side? Or are you single? But yeah, absolutely. This, my life in, as a bull, I guess. Yeah. It's, it, it definitely was interrupted by serious relationships, actually two real serious relationships mm-hmm. uh, later on. Mm-hmm. And then dating in, bet- dating in between. But I never, once I was in the vanilla world, I would never step into the swinging world. Oh. And yeah, yeah. So you weren't cheating or doing this on the side. Like you did this when you were single. The minute you got in a, a real relationship, right, with a, another person, you were monogamous and you put this on the back burner. Absolutely. Right. But, you know, if the, if the relationship is going sour, you get that itch very quickly. And I always, <laughs> yeah. always ran. I always ran back to the lifestyle when I was single. Always. Now, what was the longest relationship you've ever had? Are you married or anything now? No, I'm not married. Never been married. Been engaged twice. My longest relationship was five years. And then right. after that, it was about three years. Yeah. But you were able to keep it undercover for that long. Now, did you ever reveal any of this stuff to your partners, those two women that you were in long-term relationships with? No, but mm-hmm. a relationship that went sour in a bad way, um, it actually came out because she was stalking me and had access to my emails and whatnot. Oh, no. And... Yeah, and um, we were doing a, we were having a huge issue with custody in court, 
And so it's in my official court records that I was a swinger and I was meeting people for sex online. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Hey, everyone. Listen, I know what you're here for. You're here for a hot story. (laughs) I get it. I like hot stories. And you want to know where you could find a ton more hot stories? That is on the Dipsy app. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy has something for you. And they release new content every week, so there's always something more to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and written stories. And my favorite feature, which is the jump to the action button. So if you're super horny, there's a button you could press. It's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsy stories.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Oh my God. Why is that? What does that even mean? uh, Was it against her that it like, why were you in court? Because she was stalking you or because you were, it was, it was, it was, it was many, many issues going on. We had a child together. Oh, okay. She, she had a major personality disorders. And Uh (laughs) so uh, during the love bombing phase, she accessed, I trusted her. She accessed my emails or whatnot. She went back many years and was reading old Craigslist. Uh, messages to couples and when I was on the popular swinging site she went on there and she was stalking me for over a year even after we broke up so I had to take her to court and I had to have her sign an order to not do those things again essentially but that's wow. when it came out in my record so yeah, I was yeah, a little yeah. embarrassed yeah yeah I was a little embarrassed yeah wow but and, the irony of that the yeah. irony about that is, is that while we were dating she admitted to me that she once attended a swingers uh, club with her girlfriend and she enjoyed it. But that was the extent of it. Well, listen, she, like you said, she knew about this stuff before it got ugly, right? She was reading stuff and everything. So obviously she didn't run for the hills because she was freaky like that too herself. And she just used it against you when you broke up or was still doing that because she had her own mental issues with stalking and stuff, which is a totally different thing. Okay, so let's get back to like your Craigslist days right back in the day. So you have these DPs, you're doing all this couple work, right? Do you ever start now instead of just responding to ads, do you ever start posting your own ads? 
No, because it will never work. It, you would, I mean, I, I, really, I know how this, 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 this lifestyle works so yeah. well now. Mm-hmm. I, like, I have it down to a T. I don't care how good looking you are or yeah. what you have to offer or how large you are. You would, you would get virtually no one to contact you first. Mm-hmm. So I never put up an ad or anything like that. I was very proactive in finding these couples. I had some misses, some hits, and whatnot. But from Craigslist is where I actually caught wind of the popular swinging site. So instead of so I moved from Craigslist to a legitimate site. What was where the I could site? Be like in the center. Mm-hmm. It's a Swingers Lifestyle. Swingers oh. Lifestyle. Okay, so SwingersLifestyle.com. Yeah, it's like one of the best swinger sites that they actually offer. And then that's where it really, it really picked up. It really picked up. And then you were there, you could really, you kind of could sit back and have someone email you. And then you can kind of go, yes, we can meet or no, we won't meet. So now were you just being hit up by a lot of white couples? Because do you know, I mean, I don't know, because you've had a lot of these experiences, but do you know the history or what's the psychology behind the whole black bull thing? What is it that white men want to see their wives get fucked by black guys? Is that, do you know anything about that? I'm sure somebody does. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> speak on it from as an expert, obviously, but yeah. I, I, I I think because most people want the, the, I call it the BDE, the black dick experience. There's a lot of myth behind black men and our sexual prowess. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of women, at least in the swinging lifestyle, they just have to do it. And I think a lot of men, there's a balance between jealousy and envy. And they want right. to see you do it too. Right. And a bit of fetishizing. A lot of people fetishize about seeing their wife taken by a muscular black man. That and, interracial know, kind of, like visually, yeah, interracial just visually, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Visually. And from, my, and from my standpoint as a bull, I enjoy it as well. I'm a, I'm a dark-complected black man. I yeah. have muscles and whatnot. I'm fit. Yeah. And I really enjoy the contrast and skin tones myself. Mm-hmm. So, I pref- so I prefer it. And I prefer the, the quote-unquote gentle nature of a white woman and me being a strong black man and me taking this white man's wife, I love it. Obviously, because this is what you're what you did and what you realized you were really super into, right? That aspect right, of that right. guy being there and this being his wife, if you're into it, that must be super hot, right? That you're actually living out that experience in real life. Yes, it is hot. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And now, so you, so tell me about some of the, now you told me that you had a black couple reach out to you and it was on SLS. What happened in that yeah, situation? Very, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very, I, I mentioned that because in my, since 2002 to present, I've only um, slept with two black couples. Yeah, huh? It's, it's not, it's the opportunity doesn't really present itself as much for many reasons. One being that I don't want to generalize, but a lot of black men, they don't like to, lend out their wives yeah as 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 easily it's just it's not that they'll, they'll swing with other couples but they don't like to be play the cuckold bull role at all but i did find one couple early on and the husband and he was really a cuck because he told me exactly what he wanted me to do he told me to come to his apartment seduce his wife and he would be looking peeking in periodically watching me have sex with this woman and that's exactly what happened Mm -hmm. it was very and it was it was a little risky for me because it and it was in a neighborhood that wasn't that safe but i was 
I was younger and I was taking a lot of risks back then. But when I was <laughs> back right. in hindsight, it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good idea. So, but were they older or were they around your age? I mean, you said you were young at that time. Yeah, they were around my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were probably about. We were definitely within a, a year or two of age. Uh, but my role, it kind of my role, kind of seemed like I was younger. You know what I mean? I guess the, psychologically, it seemed like my role that day with his wife. It seemed like I was I was playing the younger role, but we were close. We were closer to age, if that makes sense. His demeanor was more of an older man, like not mm-hmm. wanting to participate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just wanting to watch. But directing and, you, uh, you were more submissive. He yeah. was the more of the dom dominant one in that scenario right. somehow, right? Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And did you and enjoy that experience? A... No, I didn't. Oh, no, interesting. Didn't. Um, no, I didn't. Not because the sex was bad. It's because I wasn't that attracted to her face. And... And I just wasn't a, it was just awkward. She seemed awkward. I seemed awkward. And it was very early on. Mm-hmm. And here I am. I'm thinking about like my safety. I trusted them. They were, they were good people, definitely good people. But I just, it just wasn't, I don't know. It was just something that I just didn't enjoy that much. Okay. And what about the other black couple? Right. Well, now I think about it, I had another couple where the husband was black and the woman was white. Mm-hmm. And I went to their apartment. Now I went to their apartment. That was a good experience, too. She was a tall blonde, older, and he was a tall black man, older. And it was supposed to be a party. But this is another trick a lot of people say. They say, oh, more yeah, people are party? coming. And then when you... Oh. Yeah, it's a, a party. Yeah, they say more people are coming. Then you arrive and they say other oh, people cancel. <laughs> That's happened a couple of times to me. Interesting. That's happened okay. a couple of times to me. I don't know why they would do that, but I, that's what they told me. So I went to their apartment, drove to their apartment, nice place. They were very welcoming, nice, nice place. It was a townhouse. And the husband just had this kink where he, he wanted me to edge and he wanted his wife to edge. And uh, we started out on the couch. And I remember I went down on her and I started licking her ass. She she was really turned on, and she looked at her husband in his eyes while he was kissing. He was like, "Oh my God, he's licking my ass!" Mm-hmm. And it just and it just went to a hundred after then. We started. We went to the bedroom. We started taking turns on his wife, and but he was he was like into I think, I think he was like into BDSM or something because he was really adamant about her not coming. And you too. And, and then. Yeah, and me too, and I was really getting annoyed. Uh, what is this? I was like, what does this dude want from me? We were having sex. It was great. Yeah. And and he was like, oh, no, don't you come now. Don't you come now. And I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, like, this dude is. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And I was like, this dude is pissing me off. <laughs> um, so I'm saying this in my head. I'm of listening course. to him. I, w- I want to be respectful. Yeah. But he wouldn't let her come. She was a squirter. He did a lot of fisting and stuff. I'm not really into that. Yeah. I have a lot of kinks, but I'm not into where they try to fist their wives to, to squirt and all that. But he was really in the way, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they actually hit me up maybe a week or two after on SLS, but I just ignored them. Because you weren't into it because of his role that he took, right? That scenario. Yeah, his role. His, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't. I don't like taking orders like that. It was just annoying. The, 
she was into me, I was into her, and he was just like in the way, like giving both of us orders. So it really messed up the, the night. Yeah, yeah, I get that. What other experiences right. did you? So, but most of the people that would hit you up on there on SLS were white couples. Did you ever get solo females? What the people would call the unicorn? Probably not, right? I mean, it was mostly couples. Well, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yes, I'm glad you asked it, but that happened right before the first lockdown of last year, which would never happens to me at all. Right. It was very random. I was, I was home. I was on SLS on and off. Like I'm typically am. Mm-hmm. If I'm like closer around, around Wednesday to Friday. Most people are on there just trying to set something up. Okay. Like and for the I weekend. get this very random. Yeah. For the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. So Wednesday it starts to pick up. So I'm home and I get this very random uh, message on the website. And it's very straightforward. And it says, I like to get my pussy eaten. So, and you don't see an image of the person. So I start laughing. So I, I reply, I said, okay, well, can I see you? Yeah. And she, and the person on the side gave me access to a picture. And I didn't believe it because it was this very attractive Dominican girl. She was short. She was about 115 pounds, curvy and very attractive with a lot of kinky hair, like a big kinky afro. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, is this real? So we go back and forth. This is all happening like in the early afternoon, which is also very strange for me. So I, she says, well, can I see you? I said, sure. So I open my picture. She says, okay, where do you live? And I'm like, this cannot be real. Right. So I give her my address. And within an hour, I see this black Honda pulling up. Oh, my God. Yeah, she parks across the street. I'm all showered, the candles are burning, the house is all clean and whatnot, because I didn't expect this to happen. Yeah. And this very this 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 woman comes into my house and I'm like, Holy shit, this girl is really attractive. She comes in my kitchen, we chat it up. She says, Do you have any wine? I said, Sure, I give her some white wine. We start chatting and she's, you know what, I don't do any certification. She's very bossy. Yeah. I don't do any certification. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn, okay, what do you, what do you mean? What if I don't want to give you a certification? She's very bossy, but very serious. Yeah. And I take off her jacket. I say, can I kiss you? And we started kissing in my kitchen and we go straight upstairs. I take off her, she had on long leather boots, take off her boots and her panties are wet. And I take off her panties and I just started eating her out. And we, we fucked for three consecutive days before the first lockdown. No way. She just stayed over? I sw- No, she didn't stay over. Not that night. But Wait, she just kept coming back? That's after- even more crazy. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she did, which is very strange. And Because this shit doesn't happen to me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish it did. Doesn't well, happen often, to both guys. No, it just doesn't happen to me. And we fucked that afternoon. She yeah. lived about an hour away. Mm-hmm. And I could call her up. Um, late at night, around 10, 11 o'clock, and say, come over, let's fuck. Just like that, and she'll be like, okay. And for the next three days, she came over, and we fucked. We had marathon fuck sessions, and she and I were very aligned sexually, very aligned sexually. She was extremely nasty. I'm extremely nasty. We did everything. Right. And it was, it was very good. She really she introduced spitting to me, which I kind of liked, but she started spitting on me, spitting in my mouth. I started spitting on her, spitting in her mouth. She wanted two fingers in her ass while I was eating her. She, she, she went, I mean, she did everything. Right. She did everything. 
And then once the lockdown happened, I, I smiled up. I said, holy shit, people are dying from this pandemic. Let me uh, chill out. So we, <laughs> we, yeah. we see it in contact. I'm like, we're, we're exchanging lots of fluids and whatnot. So, so we stayed in contact and we fucked some more. And I had a lot of plans for us. I really wanted to try some, some kinks that I had. But I also noticed that she deleted her account online and she was getting kind of like emotionally attached. Oh, to you? Yes, she right. was because she wanted to ha- she wanted to hang out. I asked her, "Hey, how do you feel about swinging with me with some couples that I know?" I said, "Would you have a problem seeing me have sex with another woman?" She was like, "I will have problems seeing you have sex with another woman." So I so it clicked in my mind is that she's really not in the lifestyle because she deleted her account after she met me, and she doesn't want to see me have sex with anyone else. I was hopeful that, okay, now I have a partner that's into the kinks that I like and then I can maybe travel with or play with other couples as a foursome. Yeah. But she made it, she made it very clear that she really wasn't into that. She was like, I'm not, she really didn't want to acknowledge where we met actually, which is very strange for me. Um, Well, she might've, I mean, did you ask her about her history? Had she ever done that? Was this her first time sort of meeting up with a strange man from online and having sex with him? I mean, did you, did you guys talk about any of that kind of stuff? Cause maybe it was like her first time and she was a little freaked out by it. Well, here's, here's, here's my take on that. Is that, you know, I, and this is what I said to her. I said, you know what? Because I love people to be straightforward and honest with me. Mm -hmm. I said, you just don't end up on SLS. (laughs) Okay. You just don't end up on a site like that by right. accident. Either you 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 search for it, or you 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 have a, a certain interest in it, and and then you got there by someone else. Um, I didn't go too deep in it, but I just gathered from the information she gave me that she may have done this before. But uh, I mean, she listen. Everyone has different kinds of kinks, right? She had a lot of kinks that you guys were on the same page with, but her thing was not to see you with another woman. Now, let me ask you this: Would you? Would you have been into seeing her with another man? Yes, which okay. is yes, because if I'm if I'm not like in the vanilla world, the women that I've dated in the past, I don't think so. Okay, um, but but the way we met is kind of like a different. <laughs> it's kind of like a different universe for me, where anything goes, and there's no jealousy, there's no envy, and but I you don't didn't have mind. feelings like, for her. No, I didn't. Right. I didn't. Not at all. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I didn't have feelings for her at all. Right. Um, but, I was... you know, I, I, I mean, no, keep we going. talked. We, she came over. We would hang out before we had sex, and she was good company. So it wasn't like I was very cold to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. How how long before things shut down did you guys see each other for? Like, how long did you know each that other was, for a month? That was, three, that was literally three days yeah, before right. the first shutdown. So, right. I, I mean, how could you cop feelings that soon into things? Maybe she felt like she was because sometimes that happens to women. They think when they orgasm, there are like chemicals that go through women that make them bond a lot quicker than men. But I was thinking like, oh, the, maybe if it was a different time and you guys kept seeing each other, you might have caught feelings for her. Here you, you kind of met your match with her right you wouldn't it wouldn't be so vanilla so if you had that going on who knows what could have happened it just wasn't enough time yeah it wasn't enough time i remember her being and she was like staying at a hotel just like on the weekend with her friends or whatever and she invited me out when i was at work and i declined i mean because i didn't know her that well i didn't know her that well and i wasn't ready to go there but like into um, the real world with her yeah, into the real world with her. I thought I saw it as us being able to 
to explore our kinks together. I really wanted a, a partner that had the same kink and the same nastiness as I like, and that was willing to play with me with other people. And when I think we were close, we were close because I started showing her couples that I that I was interested in, and she showed me couples that she, that was hitting her up as a unicorn on SLS, yeah. and yeah. they were so attractive. I was like, you women have it easy. These yeah, people yeah, yeah. were beautiful. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and I was and I was very close. I was like, holy shit, I may get better access to better couples with her. And yeah. but, uh, it, it died out. Yeah. Because you've never really had a partner where you could do both, the side of you that dates women and has regular relationships and the, the kinky side of you have always been two separate things. You've never integrated them both. Do you think that you ever could? I mean, do you think, because you said, I didn't have feelings for her, so I wanted to see her with other people. But do you think that you would not want to? Is that what you said before, that if you're when you really care about a woman, like you wouldn't be interested in swinging with her? Well, it was a good question. The more of the podcasts I listen of yours, yeah. um, and the older I get, the less, I won't even say possessive because I'm not possessive at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, But the more I'm open to finding a partner, I hate, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Uh -huh. I had such bad experiences. But hypothetically, if I were to find someone, mm -hmm. I would definitely introduce them into uh sharing that would be because i think listening to these podcasts it seems like it strengthens the relationship it does for some people i mean if it's done in the right way and you're with the right partner and you have a really solid foundation between you guys beforehand right it, it totally right. can strengthen the relationship and make the sex even better if that's what you guys are into. I, before I did my right. show, I had no idea. And I always had a lot of guy friends and we always talked openly about sex. It was always this person, right? I don't, you know, I don't take sex that seriously, so I could get down talking about it. So my guy friends always told me everything, but I never heard from one guy ever, oh, I'm into seeing my girl get fucked by another guy. No way. And then when I first started doing my show, when this topic first came out, I was like, what? I would go back to my guy friends and be like, oh, can you believe this episode I taped today? Like <laughs> this guy, like, and they'd be like, I could never, you know, I would never. But, right. you know, over time, I just realized that there are a lot of guys out there that dig it and like it. And I've heard right. many times on my show, or I have couples on that never even knew that they liked it. And I've asked them like right. right before it happened and you saw your wife, would you have thought that you would be into it? And they're like, no fucking way. But when it happened, right. they were like, holy shit, I like this. This is a turn on. Like a lot of people have that interest. It is. It is a lot more than I would ever imagine. So you might, like you said, that you're now thinking like maybe I would. You might really be into it. I'm, I'm normally talking to the cuckold right. guy, right? But maybe you would wind up being a cuck if you had. And it, that doesn't have to have the humiliation aspect in, involved in it. It could just be that you like to have your woman with another guy. But you have to meet that woman first and really fall for her and then see if that's something that you'd be into. Yeah, I the, the looking at my numbers, it would be very difficult. It's the type of women that I meet in the vanilla world, it would be very hard for me to find someone that's willing to do that. So I imagine that if I ever met someone, it would be someone that's already in the lifestyle. But I, would, I wouldn't be a cuck. I would probably be a stag because I want to participate. I wouldn't want to sit in the chair and watch my girlfriend get fucked. I'm already very proactive in the lifestyle, so I could never take the the role of not being active. So it would just be almost like a lateral move, if you will, yeah. of being a stag, yeah, 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 and whatnot. Um, 
But that's definitely something I can see myself doing in the future. I think it works. And I'm really big into like orgies and stuff like that. Now, I just really love that type of energy and whatnot. So I would definitely be into it. Like the group sex kind of thing. So okay. now, I know you said you traveled a lot and to like places where hiring right. sex right. is legal. So did you travel for work or did you travel specifically like uh, for leisure and you went to places where that was the case? I travel. I travel for leisure. And often, obviously, if I'm single, I still travel. I travel. So I travel alone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I go and and but the, the, the initial the me traveling was never actually for sex it was just like i'm just very adventurous anyway obviously yeah. uh-huh. cool, i'm very adventurous yeah so i, I travel and i travel to obviously thailand to hong kong mm-hmm. uh, to cape town south africa and i found myself sitting in a pot of gold <laughs> i mean you got a, a pocket full of money you're mm-hmm. far away yeah you, you look different no one knows you and so when i when i went to Hong Kong, it was the most amazing life experience I've ever had. They have these brothels with these little discreet neon lights on the on the entryway of these buildings. And you just simply walk in them and you, you, you look at a door, it has a picture of the woman. It's very respectable. You go inside the room, there's a shower. It's very, the environment is very sexually encouraging. Mm-hmm. You pay and you have sex with these women. And I never thought I would do that because I was in Thailand 20, 25 years earlier when I was in the service and I had no interest in buying sex. I never yeah. thought I would do it. Yeah. But as an older man, it's holy shit. How often will I be able to see with a, a beautiful Thai woman? Mm-hmm, Legitimately. Mm-hmm. So I, I did it and I really enjoyed it. I think one night I binged and did it like four or five times oh my god and now how does that work when you go into one of those places like you see the picture of the girl right and then you go in now do you have a conversation about what's on the table or what's not allowed or what is allowed or i mean well it depends yeah it depends they have they have nightclubs and they have brothels the nightclubs are just amazing because you can tell any taxi driver you want women and they go take you to one they already know where they are so you just get in and say women (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, okay. yeah, you could just say women. Oh you my know, God. They, and actually, a lot of the taxi drivers in Hong Kong and Thailand, they'll bring it up to you. Do you want women tonight? So especially at night. Oh, interesting. OK, and because you, and you say yes or no. You say, no, I'm not interested. I want to go out to dinner. They say, oh, you want to see women? You say yes. And they'll take you right there. You don't know where the hell you're going. In Hong Kong, for example, they had this huge nightclub, I guess. And there's a lot of men outside, and they treat you with the red carpet treatment. You get out of your cab, and they look at you, they, they grab your hand, and they bring you into this huge this huge nightclub. And what you see is amazing. You see maybe 30 or 40 Asian women, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful women with, mm-hmm. with numbers, with numbers on their, on their dresses or whatever. Mm-hmm. You order a drink, you mingle, whatever, and you... you you point to the ones that you want. You say, I want number 18. And someone says 18, and she stands up, and then she escorts you to the other side of the building where she has her room. And a mama-san comes in there, drops off towels and whatnot. It's really amazing. Wow. And you could say, I want 18, 5, and 6, and leave with three women. It's no big deal. It's whatever you want. And there's, like you said, a mama-san that's helping yeah, out. Yeah, they have, they have these hostesses. 
right, that okay. are there to help you. They help you. They get you your drink. You sit down. They say, what do you want tonight? And the women are like, they're like raising their hand at you. Oh, pick me, pick me, which, right. you know, it's crazy. Now, do you see couples in there and, or is it mostly guys? Yeah, it's all guys. And local guys, too. It's not American or European, men. it's like local guys as well. Oh, interesting. And the girls seem of right. age, at least? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's legitimate. Right. Trust me. I, I know the difference. It's legitimate. And you could tell the women are way are older. And right. it's, so, it's so well organized, it almost takes the fun out of it. <laughs> right. it there's nothing seedy about it. It's really well organized. Mm-hmm. Um, the women, they wash you. That's really big in Asia. They, you, they, they bathe you before sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very clean. It's a cleanliness is uh, very clean. number one, huh? So I did that experience, and I did another experience where I went into a massage parlor, and I was getting a massage, and by this, she was a mature Asian woman with a big bush. Uh-huh. And, and your bush, you love that. Was, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. And she was attractive, but she was older. And she started massaging me, and I'm like, okay. And then she just starts staring at me like, okay, what's next? I'm like, am I supposed to like have sex with this woman here? And she's looking at me. So I open her legs. She had beautiful, thick legs and beautiful feet and, and long, dark hair again. And I put on my condom and I have sex. I enter her and she just starts wailing out and moaning. And I see her creaming on me, which turns me on. Yeah, and I and I go at it, and I go at it. And she's definitely feeling it. I'm feeling it. I I come, and I'm like, holy shit! I, it was just a huge rush for me because I'm yeah. like, I'm having sex with this this mature Asian woman, and it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just hooked, and I was just so turned on. It was crazy. But and she was into it. I mean, it wasn't even because I think some people the turn off to paying someone for sex is that maybe they feel like, oh, they're just doing it for the money. I mean, you really you right. know, you saw her physically. You could see right. that she was actually really into you and turned on. She by was the very scenario. into it. Yeah. Huh? And, and you've had I've had experience with a woman was mechanic, mechanical. She was very mechanical about it. Yeah. And you could tell it was just a routine. But this experience is really good because I saw her creaming. She was moaning. Yeah. I was into it. It was great. I also had a a Filipino woman in Hong Kong. She was younger. She probably was like in her early 20s. She was very attractive. And we had sex in a brothel. You had to pay this brothel. She wasn't like a part of it. You had to walk into it and pay. Yeah. So I paid like $10. And and after we had sex, she was like, okay, you don't have to pay me. I'm like, no, I'm going to pay you. So she was into it as well because I never had a woman say you don't have to pay me I was like yeah. you know, what's, why would I not want to pay you I paid her but she was very attractive and we had good sex that night mm-hmm. Hi I'm Chris Gethard and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone I tweet out a phone number thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous yeah um, i was binging i was really binging i i even in my hotel i even ordered I did a, the the room service. I ordered a woman to come, but she was not my type, and she didn't look like her pictures. So I just said, "No, we're not going to do this." 
Wait a second. Tell me that experience. How do yeah. you find out? Okay, because like I get that you could go. There's all this code shit going down that that you have to kind of be in the know to know this, right? So right. Now, what? Where are you? What country are you in that you could order? Well, well, it's, well, you go online. Well, listen. I'm, let me tell you something yeah. about me. When I want something, I find a way. There's oh. <laughs> always a reminder to me that I can really achieve anything. Yeah. Because when it comes to like sex and meeting what I want, I really go deep. Yeah. And I find it. Yeah. And, and they they have these apps or they have these websites in Asia where you you just say like Asian prostitutes or escorts rather. And they have these sites, and you can change it from whatever language you want, English, right. yeah. Spanish, whatever. So, you know, I found this website, and you go online, and you put in the city where you're staying. I was staying in Kowloon, uh-huh. Kowloon, which is very popular in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. And, and I put Kowloon in. I put my the, the, the area code and and then they have these pictures of these women mm-hmm. and it's just kind of kind of like escorting. They're laying on their bed with stockings on. They have they have online now or offline. Yeah. And then you just pick the one that you're attracted to and you order them and they come and they come to your and they're, they're like they, they come to your hotel. Right. And now how bad do you feel that you have to send her packing because you're not interested in her? Like, I don't know. How do you tell a woman that without? I don't know. I would be insulted. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think she she knew that I knew she wasn't. I was like, Okay, you don't look like the picture. I don't think she was insulted at all. Really? She looked kind of out of place, like she was just trying to hustle. Uh-huh. But I was smart enough. I was, I was staying in a very, very well-known, nice hotel there. And so she was just completely out of place. You know what I mean? But I just, I, I, I kindly said, yeah, this is not going to happen. And, and she, before she did that, though, I said, let me see your ass. And she pulled down her panties so I could see your ass. Because I was like, shit, I'm horny. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? It's, it's not worth it. So oh she my left. God. It was no problem. Oh, yeah. No problem for you. When, <laughs> I put right, down my right. ass and show it to someone, and they're like, oh, no thanks. You could leave now. <laughs> I'd go right, home and cry. Right. I know. I know. I mean, how many times has that happened for you? Even going back to SLS, right? When you're, I mean, most of the time mm-hmm. on there, you're seeing pictures, right? But I don't get the, I don't get that concept of people posting fake pics or, or even not fake pics, but pics from 20 years ago, right? Looking where you look oh, well, so I know much the better. Difference. Why do people do that shit? I don't understand. Yeah, that. I know. I know the difference. I know the difference. I guess what about my... The most common thing for me would be that it would be a little bit heavier, but it, most of them look like they look. Right. Did you go back to Thailand and um, Hong Kong a lot because, you know, of all the sex you had there and you're like, oh, this is a great place to travel? Well, I've been to Hong Kong twice. The yeah. other time, I guess it wouldn't really count because it was a layover. But no, I don't I don't travel for sex. It's, right. I don't I don't travel for sex. It was kind of like I want to have some fun. Yeah, and Hong um, Kong. You know, there's a I huge mean, language. Yeah. Yeah. Hong yeah. Kong looks amazing. I mean, I live in a city, so I like cities and Hong Kong. When I see pictures of it, it looks fucking amazing the way that the city it's just amazing. visually looking, right? It's I've heard and I, I have friends that have been and they say it's like you, nothing you've ever experienced before, right? Just like as far as traveling right. for fun. It's really is I'm so adventurous just by nature. Yeah. So, and when I tell people I'm all over the world, I've been to like 60 countries, I'm all over the world by myself. They always are like, why? And I'm just like, this is just how you've got to live your life. And when you're in a place as exciting as Hong Kong, it's just like, I could do whatever I want. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a beautiful, exciting place. And then if you put the element of women into it, it really, it really brings a trip to 100. Now, since COVID, because I know that you said right before the lockdown, you had that girl that you met that was great. You don't talk to her anymore, right? No, I, I, I have a tendency of, it sounds awful, I have a tendency of, I work a lot. But I also have a tendency of if we're not having sex, there's no reason for us to talk. Uh-huh. So I would go a few days or a week or so, and we wouldn't talk unless we wanted, unless she wanted something, I wanted something. It was a period where we didn't talk, and she texted me like, "Did you? Did I scare you away?" And I replied, "No." I said, "We play sometimes, and we take breaks." And then she blocked me. So that was it. Yeah, listen, I think it's smart to have ended things with her because even for her, she didn't understand that she might have been copping feelings. And you have to, I think, to have a really successful just booty call relationship, there shouldn't be right. anything other than that because that's when it starts, the, the lines start to get blurred and everything. When I have a lot of guy friends that are like just banging girls and they're like, oh, she wants this and she wants that. I'm like, yeah, that's because you're texting her 24-7 and you are hanging out with her other time. So like, you right. know, your action should match what you're saying is going on. If you just want to fuck, buddy, right. just fuck and that's it. Don't be using right. them to feed your ego go in between and all this bullshit if that's all you want don't lead her on because all that other blah 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 shit emojis and all that crap will make a girl think (laughs) you like her just fucking text her when you want to have sex and that's it and then see you later so i think it's better that you put a halt to that because what she didn't understand because she wasn't consciously like trying to make you her boyfriend but she would have started to cop feelings with you when you start to cross that line so i think it is better to keep it clean like that that's the way to have a to really find the the right girl for you that will is okay with just having that and that's all she's really looking for there shouldn't be any other stuff i've had successful long-term booty calls and there's nothing else going on besides that let's fuck okay see you later and then you go back to your life and you forget about them until you're horny and that's it when and i've had unsuccessful booty calls i've been the girl that cop feelings for people i'm just having sex with tons of times in my life and it's because there's all that other nonsense going on and i live alone i live in a i live in a nice home i live alone i don't have any kids running around so there's no excuse for her to not stay over here. She stayed over here one night or two. Yeah. But they see that. They see the space. Yeah. They see that you're home and they could just have a place to get away. Yeah. And and it's just really just, it could be a disaster because, uh, you know, it's not what I wanted. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> listen, no, she had balls to, to do what she did, right. right? To go on there, right. find a guy that she didn't know, go to his house. Like she was really living out her sexual fantasies. So for her to maybe try to see if that could translate into something else i get it why not because it would probably be hard for her to find a guy that she could do that with and maybe even not consciously but subconsciously she was feeling it out if this could be something else because even when you were telling me the story it's like oh this might be actually a a really good girl for you to date because if you had that other stuff going on you could really be all of who you are in one relationship so i get why she would feel that way but i think it was smart of you to cut it off and not lead her on because a lot of guys do in that situation and it's bullshit. Well, well, she she cut me off. I well, good be for honest. her. She, yeah, good. Yeah, for her. she blocked. She blocked me. Yeah, yeah she blocked me. Because, so I, I don't chase, and I respect people's space. No, but that's good. So I yes. just let it. 
Yeah, and good for her to do that because maybe she was starting to cut feelings if she got such an emotional reaction to that that she was, like, blocking. If she was my friend, I'd be like, that's good. Get away from him. He's giving you the clear message that he doesn't want what you want or it's not going to go that way. So, whatever. Fuck him. Definitely. But so have you seen anybody else? Let's end it on this. What's been going on since her? Have you been doing any kind of bull scenarios? I have. Okay. I have. I I met a couple about a year or so ago mm-hmm. and we 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 talk we talk regularly. Yeah. And this is a very attractive white couple, well-to-do, big family, busy life. And our first experience was mind-blowing because this woman is a bombshell. Right. And, and, and she's, she's exactly what I like. A beautiful woman, natural blonde, fat ass, small perky tits, beautiful face, beautiful teeth, all of that. And we hit it off our first episode in the hotel. We had a great time. And then we stayed in contact and uh-huh. we played, we played uh, about a month ago and they invited me on vacation in the summer and I'm going to go with them. So hopefully that works out well. Oh, no way. Now, where did you see them when you saw them recently? Was that I, we, I, I, Well, the first time we went to a hotel, had yeah. a blast. Yeah. And the second time, they invited me to their home. That's how I know their house is just beautiful. Oh, okay. So they, 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 they have a huge home. So they stuck me into their home. Mm-hmm. And we had a great night. A great night. It was about, about a seven, eight-hour night. Wow. It was like I, started, I got there like around 9 o'clock, and I left real four. Oh wow! And the guy got involved, and it was that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's a stag. He's a stag. He he's older, but attractive and fit. And this guy could fuck all night long, more than me actually. I gotta be honest. Right. (laughs) Yeah. He you know he cleans up occasionally. I clean up my own occasionally. Uh huh. The and the 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 most recent episode we had was at the same hotel, and we actually did anal. You with her. Me with her, mm-hmm. and which was a next level of intimacy with them because I know them, you know yeah. what I mean? It was great. Yeah. It, was, it was a great, it was another long night. It was great. So this is my first experience actually staying in contact with a couple. Oh, interesting. You know I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, where did they invite right. you? They're, they said they're going away, and they said, hey, can you come? We'll they're pay going for you. To like... the, they're, going to, they're going to a lifestyle resort in the Caribbean. Oh, interesting. They, okay. And they invited me. So it, it's a lifestyle uh, resort. So there will be a lot of sex in the open and whatnot. So, <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, sure, I'll go. So I booked. We'll see if it works out. I hope it works out because they're fun to be around, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have to call in and give us that story. It'll be and, a little update. Yeah. And I met another couple. This yeah. is a, the second black couple. A couple, of weeks, a couple of, about a month or so ago. And the sex with them was out. It was outrageous. It was so good. And we're trying to hook up again. Very attractive couple mm-hmm. there. And the, she, I, I just devoured her because she turns me, she ticks all of my, 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 my buttons, man. It's just the sex with her is very fulfilling. So I'm trying my damnest to get back to them. So we're working on it. Wow. People are going to love your stories. You ha- I mean, I know in the beginning, before we started taping, you were like, I don't know. I don't really have a story here. I was like, yeah, trust me, you <laughs> right. do. Right. I knew right. you would. Right. Wait until you see right. the numbers of this. I mean, like I said, I look at the stats of things, right? So I could tell, like, what kind of kinks are really popular 
uh, compared to others. Right. And like I said, I, I was mm-hmm. very surprised in the beginning that this kind of thing even existed. Uh, it, yeah. But it, it it does exist. And there's a lot of people that are into it because they're always downloaded. I love that I got to talk to you because, like I said, I haven't had this angle. And I think sure. people are going to be so into hearing from the Black Bull because that's who you are. Right, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. I love your stories. I love how honest you were about everything. You weren't too graphic. This was fucking fascinating. And uh, people are going to love it. Thank you so much for calling in, Wesley. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.